Hello, you're listening to Podcast 24, Avas Sabki. Antarctica stands out from just above anywhere else on the earth. Sure, it's the windiest, coldest, driest and the least inhabited region. It is covered in thick layers of ice, making it very inhospitable to most animals. Tourists' visits are very costly. Demand physical fitness can only take place in summer, from November to February, and are largely limited to the Peninsula Islands and Ross Sea. A couple of thousand staff live here in summer, in some four dozen bases mostly in those areas. A small number stay over winters. Inland Antarctica is a desolate plateau covered by two, three kilometers of ice. Occasional specialist air tours go inland for mountaineering or to reach the pole, which has a large base. Wildlife needs access to the sea and is confined to the coasts. It also counts for nearly one-tenth of our planet's land. But the question arises, who owns Antarctica? Everyone or no one? These four words describe perhaps the simplest way of answering questions about the sovereignty of the seventh continent. And the description has been relatively accurate since 1961, when the Antarctic Treaty, signed two years earlier, came into focus. But is there anything we know about the people? Is that they love sticking flags in unclaimed territories? While no one owns Antarctica, a total of 52 nations do have a joint international control over the region. The world's struggle for a piece of the frozen pie began with the increase of Antarctic expeditions at the start of the 20th century. In the year 1908, England made the first attempt to lay claim to a significant portion of the mainland and several surrounding islands. In response, several other nations scrambled to secure territories while there was still land left to claim. Those nations included Chile, Argentina, Australia, France, Norway, New Zealand and even Nazi Germany. The nations staked their claims based on a variety of factors and principles, some of which weren't always agreed upon by everyone involved. Argentina disputed Britain's territory on the grounds that they lacked an effective occupation. Chile hopped in on the squalable in the 1940s and each country ended up trying to upstage the next flag, plagues, maps and memoranda. Antarctica even became a point of political tension between the US and the Soviet Russia during the Cold War. Following World War II, the US figured the best way to keep Russia disinterested in the continent was by refusing to recognize any claims or sake claims for itself. The US still managed to snatch a prime spot in the end when they built a base on the South Pole in the year 1957. When the Antarctic Treaty was signed in 1959, all previous claims became null and void. Instead of divvying up, the land between two world powers, the Grand Treaty, was granted mutual sovereignty to the 12 nations that signed it. Since then, a few dozen more countries have signed on and by miracle, a continent that makes up 10% of the Earth's land is still being used as a shared scientific reserve today. Keep listening to Podcast 24, Avas Sapki.